Hello everyone, it is your buddy and your pal, Ouch, back again with what you've been playing, the video game review show here on the Ouchcast. So, Sonic the Hedgehog certainly has been around for a really long time, but I'll be the first to admit, anything made for any of the more current generations and onward, I hold no flag for or against. Sure, I've probably read the reviews or watch the snarky game reviewer YouTube video, but I honestly don't have a dog in the fight. But then you look and realize, oh hell, I haven't played a Sonic game for about 20 years. He now has an entire life's worth of work I have no idea about. It's kind of like catching up with an old crush you had in high school. You know, that really tall, super tan, half-Eskimo emo girl with a really squeezable butt. And then 15 years go by, you see she's a waitress at some bar in the middle of nowhere, has a kid, found Jesus, and still has a really squeezable butt. It's like that, but with a video game hedgehog. Which brings us to today's game, Team Sonic Racing. The most recent spin-off, I guess? I don't know. Everything seems to be either a re-release of a weird Wii game, or they just throw anything at the wall to see if it sticks. Hell, I wouldn't even know what a mainline Sonic game is anymore. To be fair, there is at least some kind of lineage when it comes to a Sonic racing game. Quality doesn't really come into that equation, but there is at least a jumping off point. Specifically with the Sega All-Stars label, which had two previous titles. I guess you could call this a spiritual successor, just without cutting Ryo Suzuki a check to help him rent that motorcycle forklift. In the visual department, I really can't complain too much. The game looks very good, or at least as high def as you can get for cartoon games. I guess my only issue is how the designs of the characters don't really have any bold lines or dark edges on their model, so it honestly looks like a plastic figurine is held up during a cutscene. This probably touches on a too glossy visual design, but again, it's high def, it runs smooth, and it's not too offensive to the senses. The tracks are kinda themed to certain eras of Sonic games. One area is just based on the fact people only remember the whale from Sonic Adventure 2, or whatever the hell game it's from. One is based on the weird Wii games. One is just themed after the pinball stages from Sonic 2, just in cart drivable form. It's fine. It's in the lore. But I practically have no recognition or even identification of anything new here. I guess I'm giving a lot of the track layouts a free pass mostly because the only kart racer ingrained in my head is Mario Kart 64, so I kind of want a Bowser's Castle level of chaos on my tracks, but it's fine here. I'm the one who's changed. I'm going to argue 
that the sound design is probably the weakest factor in this game. I know some people treat the Sonic soundtrack as this huge piece of history and an integral part of the franchise. <sighs> Ain't none of that in this game. The best way to describe this music is... generic butt rock? Except it tries to portray a sense of hope. So... Christian generic butt rock? That's about as close as I can get. The voice acting is there, but when it's just the VO over still pictures of the characters talking, there's something lost there. It's not the goofy, outlandish scenes from a Dreamcast era, where the characters' jawlines are poking out through their faces. But is it lazy? Is something missing? I don't know, I'm spitballing here. But the really annoying part is how many character quips there are during the races. It has a very late 90s wrestling video game commentary vibe to it, with a lot of repeated dialogue over and over again because you get the same weapons every time. It's pretty annoying. The gameplay itself is where most of the best factors are at mostly because it does try to change the formulaic points of any modern kart racer. The biggest curveball thrown is the adding of specific team elements to the races. The usual names are thrown into teams you could guess without even looking at the character select screen. Sonic Tails Knuckles, Amy Big Cow, Chow, whatever, Shadow Rogue Omega, and whoever the hell the White Hedgehog is. It still acts as the usual 12-person race, with each team scoring points depending on what position they finished in. You also have certain actions to help boost teammates, such as tossing item boxes to a fallen partner, drifting behind the team leader for a speed boost, and the usual big team attack. All these ideas are fine, although I feel it can be a little counterintuitive to a kart racer where the whole goal is to come in first place, regardless of who's in the race. But one of the more weirder pushes is how much this game tries to throw the wisps in your face, like it's the new characters being pushed down your throat. Again, Colors was one of those games I really missed out on, so Sonic having pet aliens is another one of those sharks Sonic has to jump over. The wisps act like your item boxes, and yet there aren't really any great descriptions of what they do, you just kinda use them more for memorization purposes as to what the hell what the wisps do than it is for trying to win a race. The racing itself isn't too bad, but there could be a case made for some rubber bandy AI Although, see, it seems to be spread out over multiple races, so I'll give it a pass on that. For the longevity factor, this definitely hits the... maybe? target. You have your Grand Prix, single races, time trial modes, you know, Kart Racer 101. You have some customization options that change how your character performs. Okay, that's fine. You have a ton of color unlockables to collect, 
letting you live the dream of having Sonic drive the ugliest car possible, so that's fun. And the bulk of the game is your story mode, which brings together all the Sonic characters in a fan service e situation to celebrate racing or whatever. While this mode does have particular challenges, like collecting rings in drifts or survival-style races, it will basically throw in entire Grand Prix as a single event, which kinda deserves a yellow card for artificial inflation of story mode. Fine for what it is, and credit for trying to shake things up, but at the end of the day, it's still kart racing, no matter how many angles you look at it from. Overall, Team Sonic Racing is competent and not offensive, content but not spectacular. I gotta guess, just the fact there hasn't been any kind of meaningful evolution to kart racers, without dipping a toe into the realism pool, is kind of why I'm not over the moon about this game. In my honest opinion, I just wish this was a third Sega All-Stars racing game. Probably a lot of nostalgia for that reason, but the celebration of Sega as a whole company feels like a lot more fun to go over than just, here are those Sonic games you missed. This definitely feels like one of those games they got out more for raising capital to use in the actual next Sonic game. Granted, getting it for free from PlayStation Plus can't make me complain too loud. If you miss out on the freebie, I'd wait for a big price cut or until it falls under the greatest hits umbrella. And even then, you better really like 3D Sonic. Hey everyone, thanks for listening to this episode of The Ouchcast. Do you want to help a podcaster out? First, follow me on Twitter and Instagram at JustOuch, capital J-U-S-T, capital A-E-W-C-H. Then, leave a five-star review on Spotify. It's new for them, give it a try. And if you feel so inclined, consider a monthly reoccurring donation. Just go to anchor.fm slash ouch and click support this podcast. Choose from three levels and donate what you feel is right. You can even leave a voice message for me to hear, and you might even hear it on a future episode. Until next time, this was your buddy and your pal Ouch saying thanks for listening, and you'll hear from me soon. Bye bye everyone.